Hello, listeners. It's Joe Darnell here with a little message before the beginning of the show. I am organizing and putting together a new podcasting network with friends. It is named NightOwl.fm, and you can find it at NightOwl.fm online, where you can go to listen to the Top Brew podcast, along with technology shows, movie-related shows, if you want to get some great film reviews with some of my friends. So check it out. Little by little, we're going to be moving things there. It's going to be a lot of fun when it all just makes sense and you can get the content in one place. And now, here is your Monday edition of Top Brew. Our new Monday release schedule begins now. Enjoy. Welcome to Top Brew, the show that is best served fresh. This is episode 72. I am Joe Darnell, your host, and joining me is Eric Rauch, the coffee man. How are you, Eric? I'm doing great, Joe. How are you? Fairly good. I'm having an audio situation where I can hear myself through the headphones, but I can't hear you. And that is weird, because I'm getting your audio. I don't know why this is happening. Uh, why this time? Uh, yeah, I don't, <sighs> I don't know what to tell you. What if I push this button? Push the audio on button. I turned this feedback button off and I still hear myself and I'm off. And so are you, but oh, well, (laughs) that's the way the audio equipment rolls. We're recording cross fingers, right? Right before we started recording, we were trying to set up a new computer monitor here on the desk and it uh, came right out of the box, plug it up and turn it on and it doesn't work either. (laughs) Another day in the life of uh, tech wizardry in 2016. That's right. That's Check right. out that power brick. Right. It but could, uh, it could, something could be living in there. That defines brick. I mean, that's really about the same size as a brick. <laughs> it feels like a brick. It's I mean, heavy. It's, it's it's powering a monitor. You know, it's 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 pretty pretty excessive. Like you're like you're powering a house with it or something. But all right. So, coffee news. A few things that have happened in the last week. We were going to talk about one thing, but it got pushed down the list because there's new world news about coffee, and I want to get to the top stories. First, we have here a story that iced coffee is taking a backseat to cold brew. Mm. This is not news. We talked about cold brew earlier this summer, and we feel very strongly that it's becoming more popular, but we are seeing more evidence of that. More people are taking a shine to a cold brew. And there's, there's no reason why they from, shouldn't. I, I, I mean, if you taste the two side by side, you're going to see there's absolutely no comparison. Yeah, completely. It, it just tastes more. It's smoother. Yeah, yeah. It's Well, and iced coffee gets diluted far too fast. Sure, yeah. Okay, so the article is from sfgate.com. It's by Mara Jitkis at the Washington Post. And the story is that uh, by all signs, at this point, cold brew coffee is unstoppable. People are paying less attention to iced coffee. But there is a big question out there. Are people thinking that, that they're drinking iced coffee or cold brew coffee? Are they just Is the general public just getting the words mixed up? So the example in the article was Kleenex. A lot of people think that Kleenex is the word for all face tissues. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. So... It's that kind of thing where people will say, hey, grab me a Kleenex or, hey, I need to buy some Kleenex, but then they just buy facial tissues. Or Band-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. And rollerblades. Those are three that come to mind. So a lot of people might be thinking that they're getting 
iced coffee when they say cold brew like it's just the new word for the same thing. Yeah. And a lot of people don't really know the difference. But then we still have to account for this this dramatic uptick, I guess, in if that's the case, if people are just confusing the two, then all of a sudden there's more people wanting cold coffee, whether it's cold brew or iced coffee. There's more of a demand for a cold coffee beverage overall, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying. People are more drawn to it. It's just more natural in the vernacular. People are desiring it, order it. There's no questions about it. There hasn't been a problem at large with the pricing. You know, cold brew coffee costs more than your standard iced coffee. And sometimes it can even cost as much as a fancy frappuccino, but for just the regular cold brew. Nothing's fancy about it. And people are still accepting it, which is... Unique to me. Places that, because you said Dunkin' Donuts is now offering cold brew. Yeah. Starbucks is offering cold yeah. brew. Um, I don't know of any any other places, but I'm sure there's others. Um, are they offering cold brew now in exclusivity to anything they offered before? Or is it, is it are they adding it too? Do they still have, to they the have iced coffee? Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts at least are adding it to the menu and they still have their iced coffee beverages. How are they telling people the difference? For the most part, I bet you the baristas, the shopkeepers, the people behind the counter aren't. They just hear that the customer wants an iced coffee, they push the button. Or if they hear that they want a cold brew, they push the button, move on. Okay. I mean, like, one of the other details here is that iced coffee, you would expect to have ice in it. Uh, Yeah? Yeah. And then you'd expect cold brew to ice would be optional. That's how I feel about it. What do you think? No, I don't. I don't know. Do you think it would come standard, but, you know, it's just default? See, I don't think it comes by default. If it's already chilled, it came from the refrigerator. I don't add ice to my milk. I yeah, don't but you're add in America. Every, every drink that's cold, you get ice in. Yeah, if you're going to a cafe, a restaurant. Yeah, but if you and make it at home, would you assume you're going to add well, no, ice to because, it? Well, no, because I'm not an ice addict like, yeah. like the rest of America seems to be. Um, but... I would assume that if you order a a drink that's cold, that probably the standard serving uh, or the the standard procedure for serving it is to begin with at least some ice and then and then pour the drink over top of it. And in the case of cold brew, a lot of it is diluted. Unless you're ordering milk or something, you, you, there's not many drinks that you order that are cold that that don't come with ice. You know what I mean? Right. And a lot of cold brew is concentrated, so right. Unlike iced coffee, right. If it gets diluted, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I, I mean, I personally agree that it doesn't need ice if it's already cold. But I, I mean, I think that most places will probably serve it over ice, I would assume. Hmm. Even though that does, like you said, it kind of defeats the point of of having cold brew and it not being watered down. But if it's, at least if it's chilled and you're not taking hot coffee and, and just dumping it over ice cubes where it becomes immediately diluted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a perplexing one, Joe. Mm-hmm. We'll have to think more about that. Perplexing. Mm-hmm. Why can't I get coffee to pour out of my new iPhone? That's the question I have. The iPhone 7 was just announced yesterday, and there's no oh, app for that. Well, because that'll be an app. There will be? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're waiting for the phone to reach the app technology. Now that the phone has reached the app technology, now the app will be able to pour the coffee out of the phone. I will have all the in-app purchases. I'll spend hundreds of dollars. I need my phone to do everything. For my cold brew. My cold brew pouring out of my one port on the iPhone. Yeah, yeah, you could select it. You know, I, I, I want my I want my coffee 170 degrees. I want my cold brew, and I want iced coffee. You know, add a little bit of water, mix it up. Hmm. Okay, well, moving on, I, I think that we are all cold brewed out for the summer. 
I'm ready to start thinking about yeah pumpkin spice, um, other uh, frothy beverages. Get back to the Irish coffee of the fall. I'm really done with summer beverages. Oh, can we just have Irish coffee? Can yeah, we, we don't have to talk about pumpkin spice every week. Right? Yeah, yeah, and some of the nitro coffee and maybe some coffee uh, beer on tap. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah we've last. If you're not a regular listener, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, I had my first pumpkin spice latte ever last, it was last year, right? It was mm-hmm. last, last fall. Joe, yeah. Joe bought me one and, and we, we evaluated it on, on, on whatever this is on air or on pod or you know, yeah. whatever. A link will be in the do. show notes to that episode. It was so, the first year that Starbucks actually put pumpkin in their oh, that's ingredients right. yeah. for yeah. pumpkin spice. So that was appropriate for the, yeah. so I had nothing to compare it to in years past, but, um, did you see that there are some pumpkin spiced potato chips out there this year? No, there are. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't even know how to process that. It's kind of disappointing. <laughs> you, you've what? You've had some? No. Oh no! I mean, just to see the picture. I, mean, I assume they're disappointing, but you'll find anything on Facebook. <laughs> That's where I saw it. These are the fall line for our potato chips. So the world's strongest coffee is here and its caffeine levels are scarily high. That is the headline from Mashable.com. If you know anything about Mashable, Eric, they, uh, they love a big story that will appeal to mass audiences. Mm-hmm. And this one certainly does. Uh, I see these kinds of headlines every day. They're a dime a dozen to say that the newest, latest coffee has the most high levels of caffeine ever. And uh, so it's no surprise, but this one floating up to the top of Mashable was uh, unique to me. They usually report interesting stories. And this one comes from uh, Australia. There is a coffee house there and uh, the independent place has developed their own formula, their own way of preparing the beans. And it's got really and truly insane levels of caffeine. This is unlike anything we've ever heard of before. They have... 80 times the regular the regular amount of caffeine in a single cup of coffee. Okay, to put that in perspective, a normal cup of coffee has between 80 and 100 milligrams of caffeine. Is that right? Milligrams? Am I using the right the right terminology there? That sounds right. 80 to 100 something. Um so we're talking 80 times that. Yeah. So a regular cup of this so stuff like has sixteen hundred. This has five. Wait, that's gr- not right. This has five grams of caffeine per cup. And the uh, dangerous lethal dose is considered to be eighteen grams of caffeine <laughs> in a two-hour space. And a single cup of this stuff has five grams. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Eric's it, face it, right it, now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it like drinking a syrup? I mean, is it is it still liquid? How how? Well, I, I how, know. Do you, how do you do that? Okay, what they say is it actually tastes a little bit more like toffee than it tastes like coffee. I don't know how they got to that. I don't know how they arrived at making it taste remotely like toffee because usually, if you want the highly caffeinated coffee beans, they're robusto beans and they're bitter and they're nasty. They're there's not pleasant coffee beans to begin with. I mean, I don't want to say there's no way because I'm certainly not a scientist, but. I mean, a coffee bean has its limits. Yeah. There, there, there has to be something that, that's, that's being... An additive? Yeah. They're adding caffeine? Okay. There has to be. I understand your theory. Um, the article doesn't account for that, but I'm sure it could, pos- it could be the case. Maybe it's just a story for hyping up publicity. It says here for their chasing an instant hit, be warned, 
not all the caffeine in this drink is released immediately. I mean, because I actually like you put all this caffeine into your bloodstream and it doesn't all hit your brain at the same time. And so it'll just take a while for it to wear down because the caffeine molecules get in line. And when one is used up, another one replaces it in your brain until, you know, hours and hours later, you're fried and it all goes away. It takes a long time to get there. Right. But we talked about when we talked about caffeine intake on a previous show. Mm-hmm. Um, it could take up to 12 hours for all of that to leave your system. Well, not just that, but we, we talked about the fact that it's almost impossible to over overdose on caffeine because I mean, you'd essentially be yeah. like floating away because you'd have to drink so many cups of coffee. Exactly. Well, this, this is making that a, an actual reality, but not, but now they're saying, well, it's time release. It's not, it's not yeah. all gonna, I don't really want to <laughs> mess around with that. I don't, I don't really want to put that to the test. No, me neither. <laughs> so a fatal dose of caffeine, they say, is 18, roughly 18 grams of caffeine consumed over a one or two hour period. And a large uh, cup of this beverage they call ass kicker has five grams of caffeine. So um, thankfully, there isn't one of these Australian coffee houses around here for me to visit. I won't be visiting them anytime soon. It, it brings to mind what Crocodile Dundee said, you know. That's a knife. This is a knife. That's, that's that's not a cup of coffee. That's a cup of coffee. This is a cup of coffee. Um, yeah. When I was, you know, <laughs> side story here. When I was when I was in in the navy and I was going through my schooling. You know, we were we were young and dumb, and we we stayed up really really late and got up early and went to went to class for the next day and, and sat there and listened to lectures all day. So we do dumb things and and not get any sleep the night before or very little sleep and then and then use um, whatever pills and cups of coffee to stay awake during the class. And sure. you know, those, those, those little diet pills that are in all, in all like the, um, the gas stations or yeah. they used to be because they're, they're ephedrine. Um, mm. and now, and now, you know, they use, they use ephedrine and, and pseudoephedrine to make, to make meth cause and you can't buy it anymore, but you used to be able to buy it at everywhere. Um, and they would put it in these things called diet pills, which were really just stimulant pills. They were, they were just wake up pills. Um, I was, I don't know how many of those, that I took and I was drinking a, a cup of coffee and, and in this, I mean, this, this is like clear still to this day. <laughs> I was focusing on the white, the whiteboard in the classroom. There's a little black dot on it. I felt like I was like, I lifted out of my body and, and I did like a somersault in the air. I only like, had this weird out of body experience all because of this stimulus stuff I was on. And I'm sure that I was nowhere near whatever this is, this is claiming the five grams of caffeine or, you know, even remotely close to that. But that's, that's pretty insane. I don't see why anybody would need that in a drink. Coffee's supposed to take off the edge a little bit, you know, just just kind of get you going, not 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 turn you into a a stimulated vegetable, you know, not not one who's sitting there and and basically buzzing like a battery because because you're so full of energy but you can't do anything. Yeah, Bebbington said some people love it and some are broken by it, but it's all in the name of fun. Says what the <laughs> coffee housekeeper had to say. Said the emergency room surgeon. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, going to uh, part of the article above that, close to the beginning, it says, legend has it the first incarnation of the beverage was made for an emergency department nurse who needed to stay awake. The drink was consumed over a period of two days. It kept the nurse up for three days in total. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd like her in my surgery. (laughs) She's running on her third day of no sleep. Can you you put her in my room, please? (laughs) Come on. So that is the story concerning caffeine this week. I really don't like the subject of caffeine that much. We've talked a lot about it over the years. 
And I'm kind of done with the issue of caffeine. It is not really why I drink coffee anymore. Sure. It is why a lot of people drink drink coffee. It's a delivery mechanism for that daily whatever, kick in the butt, you know, to get to get started yeah. in the morning. It flavors less important to a lot of people and they just want the they want the jolt. Yeah. So in other news, Coca-Cola is getting into the bottled coffee business. Of course they are. Technically, they already owned the Gold Peak brand, which currently has a lot of iced teas and that kind of thing. But they are going to be getting into, well, they also have the Illy brand coffee drinks. And that is where they're going to be making Coca-Cola bottled coffees. And uh, this has all been reported by Business Insider. They're saying that soda sales are down and coffee sales continue to increase. It is expected that the coffee business in the country, just the U.S. alone, is going to reach $2.3 billion by 2020. And right now it is $2 billion. And Coca-Cola wants a piece of the pie. Huh. So uh, it is interesting that they're just you know providing beverages for anyone who wants... Well, whatever floats your boat. You know, Coca-Cola is not in the business of necessarily making soft drinks. If tea is your thing, they're going to give you that. If energy drinks are your thing, they'll give you that. If water's your thing, they got Dasani. And now they're going to be providing your coffee beverages. So it's not, not necessarily saying they're going to be... They're going to be cold brewing or anything, but they're, nope, they're not necessarily they're like Frappuccino type things will be, they'll be putting in bottled Frappuccino type things. Okay. Yeah. And they haven't announced any particular product and given it in a name like Dasani or whatever. It's just that this is what they're doing. They are now getting into the coffee business. And something I noted in the article, Eric, that caught my eye was they referred to bottled coffees as iced coffees. And this is just a little bit of wordplay and semantics and names, name calling. But I don't think of a bottled chilled beverage in the refrigerator as an iced anything. That you go to the service station, you find the drinks. And right there is some energy drinks. You got Coca-Colas. You got the, you know, the two liter stuff. You've got the 20 ounce stuff. And you reach in and you grab something fresh from the refrigerator. And it's an iced coffee from Starbucks. Why is it called iced coffee? Marketing? Just to play off the whole idea of iced tea. Here's the other hot, popular hot beverage, but now it's now it's cold. It's kind of interesting because of what we talked about at the top of the show with the difference between, you know, cold brew is now seeming to um, transpose the, the the term iced coffee, even though it's still available. You know, there. so that, that's why I'm, I'm kind of confused about how, how places are, are, are telling customers well, no, cold brew is different than iced coffee. It's not just it's not just cold coffee. It's it's not iced coffee. It's cold brew coffee, which is I think that's an interesting sales pitch. How do you how do you make that how do you make that educational delineation Transition. to your to your customers? But then it seems like Coke is is saying we don't care. We're just going to bottle your coffee just, for you. We're just going to call it iced coffee, which is which is a whole lot more. It's simpler, but you know what is it then exactly? What what's inside that bottle? Also from the article, they were quoting someone, uh, Nick Modi from Royal Bank of Canada. The, the person said, 20 years ago, people used to wake up with a Diet Coke or a Diet Pepsi. This is all according to Business Insider's article. At around 2 o'clock, they'd have another and take a break. Walk in front of Starbucks at 8 a.m. today or 2 p.m. and tell me how long the lines are. Their point being, uh, the coffee business is boomed. 
in, in the last 20 years. And it used to be people were drinking sodas. Now more people are drinking coffee than sodas. And sodas continue to, to decline. That's what they said. I'd, I'd have to see the evidence on that. That doesn't, that sounds like it, like, like anecdotal stuff. I mean, that kind of uh, like 80 times the amount of caffeine in a single cup yeah, of coffee. I, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I mean, I know some people who, who don't like coffee and they do wake up with a soda, but they're very, very few. Not say like 20 years ago, this was the common thing. I don't know. Maybe it is in Canada. Maybe that's a Canadian thing. That just seems like one guy's opinion. That, that doesn't seem like there's any hard statistical evidence to support that. Yeah. Maybe there is, but. Going back to the subject of iced versus cold brew and bottled coffees. This is annoying to me that you do have the third wave coffee and we understand the terms and we take them seriously and then mean dis- specific things. We don't confuse iced coffee with cold brew. I mean, here in the article, this is just what people are saying. It's coming out of their mouths at the, from the Coca-Cola company. The vice president of tea and coffee said, our new tea lattes and cold brew iced coffees will feature our signature high quality ingredients and distinct taste, and et cetera, and so on. Oh, he calls it a cold brew iced coffee? He calls it a cold brew iced coffee. They're probably just calling it that to, again, to, to like put it beside, because didn't you say that they own the... Would you say Gold Peak? Yes. I, th- I always thought that was a Lipton product. And maybe Coco's Maybe they bought them out. Yeah. They're kind of wanting to put those, you know, think of the big the big case in in, 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 a, in a quick trip or, you know, any convenience store, all those those glass doors. And you've just got all these glass bottles lined up behind there. You know, here's your iced tea. And then right next to it, here's your uh, iced coffee. In, in other words, it's just, just like, just like iced tea isn't, isn't it's, it's made to be iced tea. It's, it's not, it's not watered down tea that used to be hot at, at, at one point right it, it's made completely differently it's a it's a cold coffee beverage now do you ever have the bottled coffee beverages how do you feel about them um no we've we've complained about frappuccinos we've talked about specialty coffee beverages that doctor them up and add sweeteners and yeah I, we've I mean, talked I, about gas station coffee but i don't know that we've ever talked about the bottled drinks no i mean it's not when i go in first of all i, I really don't drink soda um, I really don't ever go into a convenience store to buy drinks. That said, when I do, um, I, I go straight for the energy drinks and I buy, I buy a 16 ounce can of Nas, mm. which is, which is one of the energy drinks. Um, so I, I mean, I'm very, very specific in what I'm going in there for. And I don't tend to de I'm, I'm very, I guess, ritualistic. Um, I don't, I don't deviate from that. If, if I'm going into, a convenience store for a drink. I'm gonna. I'm going in for that particular one, um, not not to get like a big a big cup of fountain coke or or any of that kind of stuff. I really don't have a favorite beverage from a service mart or anything like that. I, I'll go for whatever I'm interested in at the moment, and sometimes that's just bottled water. Yeah. Sometimes that's a club soda. I'll just about never touch anything coffee related. I would agree with that. I'm not gonna go in there and like hmm. This looks nice because I'm just I'm just not in a convenience store all that often. Yeah, no. and and when I am, I'm going in there for the the particular thing that I'm in there for, right? Not to just you know taste the rainbow of different flavors that are there that week. Yeah. If I'm going to have anything from the from the refrigerator there, it's probably going to be a Coke or a vanilla Coke. I'm just okay. a little partial to those, but those okay. are special treats I only have once in a blue moon. Yeah, and I really don't like them as much as I used to because I'm over the artificial sweeteners Mm -hmm. and Coca-Cola is just not the same with 
corn syrup, uh, high fructose corn syrup as being the flavor or the sweetener. It's just so disappointing. Uh, have you tried any of those uh, sugar? The throwback ones? Yeah, throwback. I'm not seeing a huge difference, but I can tell they do taste differently and I prefer them. Yeah, I, and I'm not, I'm not a soda connoisseur. I mean, I, I probably have, I don't know, maybe 15 sodas a year, you know, you know very seldom. Well, and the reason I wanted to bring up sodas here at the tail end of this episode is that I do want us to try some nitro-infused coffee beverage very soon, and oh, we'll review oh, that on the show. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm up for anything. I mean, that... And I don't think it's in the same class, but it is, it is interesting to note that we probably have nitro-infused coffees today just because of our cultural history with soda beverages over the years. I would say it's, it's more related to beer than it is to soda with the nitro because nitrogen affects especially something like a like a Guinness or you know a, a real thick creamy stout mm. nitrogen just works better than than your co2 when you're when you're tapping it um, it it makes the it makes the beverage itself that much different and it, it does work the same with coffee because I've had I've had nitro tapped cold brew coffee and it was amazing mm. it really was now it was good coffee to begin with but but the nitro tap was there's it does something to the to the beverage it it, it makes it silkier or smoother or mm. I don't know how to describe it but it, it it does do something quite magical. I'm up for that. Yeah. I, I need more magical yeah. this season. Sure, yeah, magical coffee is my favorite. Mm, magical coffee show title. Thanks for joining us for episode 72 of Top Brew. Show notes with links to everything we discussed. All right, topbrew.fm/slash/seventy-two. Follow Top Brew FM on Twitter. I'm also there. I am JCS Darnell. I am Joe Darnell. Thanks for listening to Top Brew. Mm-hmm.